This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. What's going on, guys? Demetri Johnson here, Jersey City. This is my second time on the show. First time live in the studio. Uh, worked with Luke Thomas before, Chuck Mendenhall before. The other job, what's the other job's name? Brian Campbell. Brian Campbell. Um, I don't know if I spent a lot of time with Brian Campbell in the past when I was fighting the UFC. Luke Thomas, he's been around forever. Yeah. Chuck Mendenhall, been around here forever. Yeah, and Brian's. He's here. He's got here. He's <laughs> got here. Demetrius, how are you doing, buddy? Good to see you, man. What's up, man? Good to see you. Been a long time, yeah. True, a true veteran of the game here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. You aren't, but I'm, oh, well, I'm, 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 I'm the boxing guy. There. <laughs> this chair too has like a loose spring, so you get like oh, a, oh, you can get your oil checked. This is one of the good things about these couches in the '70s, man. It's like this is good. Hello, we're back at it on the couch. Room Service Diaries, Morning Combat. You know me, BC, Brian Campbell, Chuck Mendenhall. But how about this? One of the greatest fighters to ever step foot inside the cage. And I know you don't want to talk about that. You talk about whatever you want. Okay, but when you're great. Coming out hot. Okay, that's what people talk about. No, Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse himself, uh, back at it with one championship. We've got a lot to get into that. But, man, for you to show up, we've had a few of these, and they've been wild. There's been various substances, but this is like 8 a.m. that we're filming this. So it's 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 dads, it's coffees, it's, you know, how, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm loving the couch, loving the setup, loving the vibes. So I'm just here to chill out and vibe out. Now, when I see this couch, I think of my teenage years in somebody's basement, you know, like, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. I, I'd like to believe, uh, you know, I was chasing the muff around, but really I was chasing these couch cushions around. Have you had time on, on, on uh, stuff uh, like this? Couch like this? Yeah, my uh, mother mother-in-law she kind of likes this old vintage stuff because the cushions kind of like give away so you kind of fall into it i mean you go to what's it called brush and hardware and get the cloud it's like nine grand i'm like that thing is the most uncomfortable yeah, thing. Like this yeah thing right give here, me the old shit you say you found this in the back of the alley yeah. and this is your, a well lived in couch by the way i, I believe I that there's right stories to tell yeah. from I this you right know what i mean yeah. where you know definitely <laughs> uh the man in the hat chuck Mendenhall. Yeah. thank you for joining us of on course, here man. uh you, you know, said luke, demetrius i was here hey that's you know, all you I know if luke here. thomas was here we'd be talking about tattoos but luke thomas isn't here so we always each time me luke thomas ever had like uh interactors we're always arguing with each other it's always like i think that's the natural default for everybody you know wait 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 we've been sitting here about what what's the what's the uh what's what's the differences here i don't know it's been a long time Time. It's been a yeah. long time since we've been together. But I always feel like we always have like 
some internal beef with each yeah, other. But yeah. I don't that's know. what people. That's what Luke's always like. BC, why can't you hang out with me more on the road? I'm like, because me not liking you is the basis of the show. It's the <laughs> yeah. foundation. I don't want to cross over. Now hanging out with them wouldn't change that. Yeah, though. no, you'd no, still, wouldn't change that at like all. Uh, DJ, you're gonna be back at it Friday, August 26th, Singapore. Big deal, one championship making that debut on the uh, Amazon Prime. Big U.S. deal, which is putting you guys prime time and eventually are going to lead to the U.S. debut for the promotion. But, you know, you've kind of been the face of this brand, whether you've wanted to take that or not since coming over from the UFC. This is a pretty pretty big damn fight in your arc, but... What do you think about the overall feeling of like, of <laughs> like, man, words. we're kicking this off in the states, and I'm I'm in the main event. I mean, that's 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 what it's all about. First off, being like an anime fan and all that stuff, you said the arc, my arc, the story of my uh, my you career. So I felt that that's pretty legit. <laughs> I like that. It's an arc of my career. Um, it's amazing, you know. Like I said, I never uh, wanted. To, I don't want to say I never wanted to be the face of it, but I just see myself as another athlete under the roster. Um, it's a huge deal. A huge deal for them signing with Amazon, right? Like, because I heard rumors like, "Hey, we got a, a U.S. U.S. broadcasting deal, right? We have the TNT." I feel like TNT was more focused on AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Like, focused on the wrestling, um, which is which is cool. But with Amazon Prime being the next broadcaster, that's a huge deal, and everybody's super excited about it. All my friends are like, "Dude, it's you know how dope it is, like just to go on and click Amazon Prime and have <laughs> Prime cool. Video, like, and who doesn't have Amazon Prime, like?" Everybody wants that next day shipping, right? And it's yeah. almost like hey, <laughs> that is true, man. that's the biggest thing, yeah. right? Like everybody, like when I sit here and I always get analytical, I'm like, okay, so Amazon Prime, who has who has Prime Video? Everybody who has Amazon Prime who wants the second day or same day shipping. So it's not like it's like an actual extra icing on the cake, yeah. right? Like it's people don't have to chase it. People you don't have to chase it. They can it. run it's into like, it. It's now, like, yeah. yeah, and Amazon's gonna do a good job of uh, actually promoting it. Now, when you started this career, man, did you think at some point you'd be talking about a fight? And a streaming service, and talking about mail delivery as being a connection to this. Like, isn't that insane? From where you started to now, that's like a, yeah. a hell of a trajectory right there. I mean, when I first started, my first uh, pro fight was in um, Candy Cage, uh, uh, Everett, <laughs> Key Arena. I believe it's Key Arena. I'm not sure if it's Key Arena. No, it's Comcast uh, Event Center. Well, at least Everett. you're in an event center. You could be in a in a tent on a parking lot that's for most of them. That is true. Right? Yeah, yeah. Some guys have been. Yeah. I mean, that, that was my pro debut. I mean, my very first one. I mean. I fought in Alaska, fought in, I fought not everywhere, but in Washington, I kind of fought where you need to fight, yeah. as you can say, yeah. right? But now, fast forward, I mean, we're just talking about my fight against Dom. That was 11 years yeah. ago to yeah, this day. Man. And Dom just fought. Time flies. That is so crazy. It's, it's been 11 years. You know, and then who just retired? War McDonald just retired. Yeah. Um, Uriah Hall just this retired. This is your class. This is your this era. Cowboy, Cowboy Cerrone just yeah. retired. Like, all those guys, man. Yeah, so yeah, like you said, this is my my era, so. Betch Cohea, put some respect on her Betch name. Betch Cohea. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica I. <laughs> Jessica I. So it, it's, it's, you know, now being on Amazon Prime, still going after a world title, uh, title. Yeah. I mean, I can't complain. I've been blessed. Yeah, Friday, August 26th, 10 p.m. Eastern, the main card. Uh, Adriano Moraes, rematch for the Flyweight Championship. And you came out following the trade. You arrive at one. You look to be the the prime DJ uh, of ever. But this was a, a – we've never seen you stopped. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I think for a lot of us that, that with the change in the rule sets, it's like, oh, he got – dude, he that's got me when he was oh, That's what occurred to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not used to that. It's my, most of my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Man, I tell you what, after that fight, I had to come home and explain to so many damn people what, he- what the hell happened. <laughs> they were like, that was illegal, wasn't they're, it? They're like, why is that man disqualified? Yeah. I'm like, guys, and, you know, I'm a chill builder. I'm like, guys, guys, like over there, you can get knee in the fucking face on the ground. Yeah. Like, And he's a big ass flyweight too with the, yeah, with the weight rules and the rehydration. See, see, the funny thing is that I weigh bigger than all the guys I fought. This is the thing people misconstrued, right? I don't know how big they are like eight weeks out from the fight. Yeah. 12 weeks out, right? Like, I saw an email to myself um, back in 2012, me weighing 141 pounds. This is back in 2012. I was still fighting at 125. I just, I think I just came off the loss because I'm in a cruise. So I remember when I was fighting Dom, I came home weighing 138 pounds during training yeah. camp. So I'm the exact same size as I was back in 2012. Wow. I, just carry, I just carry it differently, yeah. right? So You carry it now in the abs and in the, you know. My abs are fucking, <laughs> look at those abs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, we're not used to that. Yeah. <laughs> so now when I go out and I compete, you know, they weigh you after the fight. And, you know, from what I've heard is that I've been bigger than all my opponents after the fight. Yeah. So... Uh, but he is taller. I mean, he's 5'10", 5'11". So there is a, a range uh, advantage he has. And even in my previous my fights, I've always had a hard time with taller guys. You look at Dominic Cruz. Yeah. You look at Tim Elliott. Uh, you look at Miguel Torres. Uh, he isn't the first tall guy I've, I've right, fought. True. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, when I came back home, I don't know how many times I had to explain to everybody, like, dude, it's legal there. <laughs> I got blasted in the face. I'm good. So, I mean, did that surpri- did that ending surprise you in terms of, uh, you know, I what mean, was possible? I mean, I know it was possible because it was a rule set. Did I ever think it would happen to me? In the back of my mind, I knew that yeah. day would come, you know? It's almost like getting cancer. Like, you, it's a it's a possibility that can happen to all yeah. of us, but yeah. you don't yeah, want to bring the happen. mood down, Demetrius. <laughs> I'm being fucking it's real. Inevitable. Hey, Sorry, guys. I'm just being real. I'm just being straight up right? Like, you know, now when I fill out my paperwork, how you ever been knocked out? Yeah, I've been knocked yeah. out before, right? Yeah. So, I mean... And, yeah, you never had to check that until I now, never right? had to check that until <laughs> now. But, you know, I've been knocked out before when I've been snowboarding and, you know, yeah. pushed off a roof, so it wasn't nothing new. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. So, uh, the yeah. time we got that eight ball in Cleveland, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've been there. You well, know? I mean, oh, yeah, he's blacked yeah, right. up one, so he's oh, blacked yeah. up. <laughs> but, look, it's like... Okay, I don't know if this comes off as a backhanded compliment, but I always say I'll know somebody's a winner by how I watch them lose. Dude, you're a great loser, as weird as that you, is to you, say. You can't, you can't be going. I mean, I want. I mean, you're a really good loser. No, you didn't complain after the Cejudo rematch. I thought you had huge grounds to complain. You didn't. You Elevation. Back. I still, oh, you. you've always been elevated, though. It's like you've always dealt with everything. I feel like you'd yeah. handle losses way back in the day, too. Like, you've handled losses well. Yeah, I think when you come, like, so, like, my upbringing in mixed martial arts, training with Matt Hume, I mean, he still beats me up to this day. And, like, I always try for perfection, right? Like, there's training, like, even in this training camp, there's a, those days I'll come in there and I'll have a, a great sparring session. I was like, if I fight like that, I'm winning this. Yeah. I was like, there's no, there's no hands. If, but there's nothing to go to change. But, you know, the nurse days I'll go in there and I just have a horrible sparring session, right? And I'm not necessarily losing the sparring session. Right. It's just not perfection, Right, so I think when you you had that in the gym, and then uh, I lose. Like I just started training at a brand new uh, jujitsu place mm-hmm. for, with Professor Yon, and he just tears me a new one. <laughs> it's like what in the f- uh, so you still it's get just, humbled, huh? I, I still get humbled. So <laughs> yeah. I think when you get humbled in the gym, and then you go out there on the biggest stage and you try to give it, you know, your all, and then yeah. you lose. It's like. Let me ask you this, man, because you've had rematches before. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're a student of the game. Like, you're able to kind of see from the first time, right? And yeah. kind of do it again. 
This was a little different. Yeah. This one's a little different. But how does this one compare to some of your other rematches? It, it, you know, it's it's different because, you know, obviously I lost this one, yeah. right? But it's just the approach. Like, yeah. the approach has got to be different, you know? Like, you watch film on somebody, you're like, okay, that's what he does. Then you get in there, like, okay, wow, that's what he really does. And then you watch him again live, and it's like, fuck, that is what he does. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, I know what you mean, though. I know like, what you're saying. Yeah, like, knowing that, it's like, how do you approach it, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you go in there, you approach it. I've done everything right, right? Diet's right. We're doing the media's right. Uh, training's right. So now you say, go out there and give it hell and see if it, yeah. see if it works. I don't, I just, I've always been amazed at your ability to transition from like, like to be at this level, you've got to be hyper competitive and you've got to be perfectionist, as you mentioned, and you got to be, but then to just be able to say, okay, I lost, I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to take this L, absorb it and come back without that ego and arrogance of being like, man, that motherfucker, he, I, you know what I mean? Like, the, I, I think, I think <laughs> like you're a, human at the end of the day too. You're not a robot. Like yeah. That. I think in America, in America's culture and with the UFC, uh, with trying to be a big uh, persona, right? And I think what uh, personality persona drives an ego. Mm -hmm. And I think there's too many people in this sport who have egos, right? It's like, we're all athletes, we're all human. Let's just go out there and put on a great show. Yeah. Give it your best, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm super hyper competitive. Like, I plan on going out there and blowing the bricks bricks off. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get in this face. I'm going to use my footwork. I'm going to use my angles, use my wrestling, jujitsu, my Muay Thai, and I'm going to give everything I got. And if I come out a victor as a victor, boom, GG, we got him, right? If I come out as a loser, God fucking damn it, we lost again. Well, we'll that was gamer speak. Yeah, was like yeah. good game, gamer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gamer speak, right? And so I'm gonna go home and relax to where everybody's like, oh, I'm the fucking best man. Da 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 da. It's like there's too many of that. I think sometimes it's a breath of fresh air. It's like, yeah, I lost. You, you know, it's, you don't it's, seem like a guy who deludes yourself. Like there are certain guys in the fight game, right? They get to it. They believe the yes. invincibility that's kind yeah. of being put down. You're always reluctant with goat talk and things like that. I don't feel like you're fully cherishing, but maybe it's just you don't want to delude yourself into believing it or any of that stuff. Like, how, how does your mindset work on that? Yeah, why aren't you talk? willing to just, you know, walk around with a crown on your head and be like, you're <laughs> damn right I'm going to go, all right? Because it's always subjected to the person's opinion, right? Like, my my greatest of all time are going to be different than Chuck's and it's yeah. going to be different than yours, right? Yeah, mine are going to all involve the women's strawweight division. Which is, hey, hey. the way I roll. Yeah, yeah. Which, He's which always plugging that division every time we talk about it. Hey, which is fine, you know? So I try to keep that, I try to stay away from that talk, right? I'll let you yeah. guys, I'll let the, the the community yeah. decided that and I think when that happened is I was doing a video I was working on the game um, it was called For Honor and it was a fighting game and I was like man this game is probably esports ready yeah. and the, the creator was like no it's not he goes I don't get to I don't get to decide that the community does mm. right so I think it's the community who decides who the greatest of all time is like don't get me wrong when, when my time is done and said and to this day I was like I'm one of the greatest uh, flyways to ever do it I was like nobody like 11 consecutive title defenses, never miss weight, never had a problem, never miss a USADA check in, name another flyweight. Never really make excuses. Never make excuses, right? Like, yeah. like when I lost to your studio, I was like, yeah. I lost. Like, he beat me and. It is yeah. what it is. So. Yeah, but you got you got screwed on the cards, and you were injured in like two places. <laughs> I feel like if anybody ever deserved an yeah. immediate trilogy in that out of respect, it should have been you. Right I mean, there. we could have done our trilogy, but I didn't. There was other things for me to explore, right? You think about the time where the state of the flyweight division was in the UFC, yeah. it just wasn't where it is today, yeah. right? Like, I, I beat everybody in my era in that time. That Joseph, twice, twice over. Yeah, Joseph, most times, John yeah. Dodson. At the time, that's the thing, right? Like, I was talking to somebody about it the other day. It's like, you look at basketball. Yeah. In Michael Jordan's era, you had Scottie Pippen, Gary Payne, all those sure. guys. 
And if, if Michael Jordan is, they say, oh, well, if, if Michael Jordan was playing basketball today, he would be close to LeBron James. It's like, <laughs> that's the thing. It's called his fucking time. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. There's some subtle goat talk. He's he's getting. Uh, it's, well, I mean, it's gonna come out around the fire in like eight years when he's yeah, cracking yeah. a. Cold oh, well, like, I tell you what, boss. <laughs> I'll tell you what, John Jones ain't shit. No, no, no. That was a beer. I was like, oh, you know, John Jones. You know, John drinks bartender. Can I get a coffee refill from somebody? Filthy Phil, thank you. Oh, I wish we had a full spread of you know donuts for you. You wouldn't touch it. You know, you know what, man. I had donuts on the plane over here. Wow. Well, you know what we do have is this. Incredible bag of Brazilian nuts because <laughs> our producer Matt Ryle, who you know, you wouldn't when you look at him, you wouldn't think testosterone. He found out that these raise your tea, all right? Really? So there's Brazilian nuts if you'd like to. This tea's good. You know, I'm good. I think <laughs> if, if you eat that whole I container, am. you'll come out looking like 2013 <laughs> Belfort, all right? That's what I'm hey, man. When the flyweight division started in the UFC, I always had this theory that it was basically created because of Joseph Benavides. Like mm -hmm. it was like, all right, let's create this division. He has nowhere to go, he's already lost a dumb twice behind the eight ball. I feel like you were the ultimate, like the ultimate interception was you coming in there and running that division because it never ever went that direction. Yeah. Did it feel that way to you? Because I felt like it was set up one way, uh, and people weren't talking about you at that moment. Like I remember like Joseph Benavides. Yeah, Uncle Creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who was it? it was uh, the Japanese guy, right? Or uh, 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 Yu Tani. Yes, that was the uh, the original. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I never felt that way. Yeah. Um, just because you know I, I'm a big fan of Joseph Benavides. I mean, we've Spent a lot of time with each other. Saw Cole play together in Toronto. Wow. It's one of my cherished, uh, good yeah. memory. So I think, look at me, he's like, coffee! Yeah. Yeah, so I'm getting a refill. Can you put in a little Irish and Chuck's coffee, please? Thank you. Um, so I, I never felt that, but I can understand where you can get that, you yeah. know, that, that, that view, that view, that viewpoint. I think it's just that he was kind of the, yeah. you know, the talking point at that moment. But what I was saying, and especially being from Team Alpha Male, Great, great athlete. So it's like he married up. Let's let's just be honest. Oh my it, god. Know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I can see that. But you know, for me, I just went in there and did my thing and became the world champion at that time in 2012 in Toronto. And I was grateful for the opportunity, and it's given me the life that you know I couldn't imagine having. Yeah. And I was successful. I was a very successful champion. Yeah. Okay. How much? Because while during your run and you're getting title defense after title defense, whenever there was something bad to potentially say about you, I felt like you responded in the cage. It was like, oh, he's too boring. He goes to decisions. <laughs> All right, here's a first oh, round man. knockout. You know what I mean? Or he doesn't do this. Oh, here's a ridiculous highlight reel submission. Were, were you like picking up on those wave? Length and going, okay, I'll show you guys, or would that just the natural progression? I think it was a natural progression because I remember when I had my first finish in the UFC, it was uh, 2013 after I came back from shoulder surgery. I fought John Dotson, signed a contract to fight. Uh, this is another thing a champion doesn't do nowadays, right? Yeah. Fought, fought John Dotson in Chicago and signed a contract to fight uh, John Moraga, was training, and I remember I was doing strength and conditioning and I couldn't do something. And Matt was like, What's wrong with your shoulder? I was like, I don't know, it fucking hurts. And I was like, but I'm not pulling out this fight. He goes, you need to get, you need to get a, a MRI. Got an MRI, tore my labrum, got surgery, oh. fought in July against John Moraga. I remember submitting him in front of Key Arena, in front of a home, hometown crowd. Yeah. Then after I submitted him, turned around and knocked out Joseph Benavidez. Yeah, because the first fight they were like, I'm not really sure if Joe won that. Well, he didn't win the rematch. Yeah. Tell you that. Exactly. But like, imagine that, that work schedule for a champion getting surgery, fighting three times in a year. It's like, you're not going to see that nowadays. Like, yeah, you no, might. You, you, not, man. you might see that. But now it's like, we got to make sure the buildup's good. We got to yeah. make sure the pay-per-view point's good. We got to make sure we sell, the, sell out. So uh, 
it's just different. How much do you pay attention now to the flyweight division in UFC? You still I, I, you watch a lot of these I guys pay still? Attention, I pay yeah. attention to it, but I pay attention more to the 135-pound division because I weigh in oh, at yeah. I pay because I weigh in at 135. Yeah. Like, even though I fight at the flyweight division or right. the championship, yeah. I'm not weighing 125. Like, it yeah. ain't. It ain't. <laughs> I'm sure I can do it, but I don't want to do it. Like, well, what's crazy about that is, is 135 worldwide is insane right now. From oh, yeah. Really, it's every, the best it's I mean, ever I could done, name I, I can name a bunch of guys at Bellator who are world class. I can name yeah. a bunch of yeah. every organization across the board the top right 10 now. Yeah, so the is ridiculous. I mean, what what do you think when you? I mean, there's people that are saying right now 135 is the deepest any division has been in the history of the sport. I mean, when you said like in the world, like when you said like, I thought about Kyoto Horiguchi. I thought about yeah. the gentleman who just beat him. I don't know his name. Um, but oh, um, was it Patchy Mix? Patchy Mix, yeah, Patchy yeah. Mix. That's a funny name because it reminds me of like, uh, <laughs> when I think of Patchy Mix, I think of fucking uh, Trail Mix. So, <laughs> yes. um, Patchy Mix, you oh, got, that, start that, that Trail Mix a... will fuck you up, all right? I'll yeah. tell you that. I mean, you got I me, mean, like I said, I consider us 135ers, right? This is my personal opinion. They're like, oh, yeah. oh, you flyweight. Uh, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got me, Adriano, you got Ajman, you got TJ, you got Sugar Sean O'Malley. Yeah, Peter Yan. I mean, man. the list just goes on, right? That's ridiculous, I mean, man. because the guys who fight at 125 in in one championship, they're truly smaller. Like yeah. I, I've been next yeah. to Jared Brooks. He fought in the UFC. Yeah. Um. But when I got next to him, I was like, wow, there is, you know, we're the same height, but I can just tell like my thighs are way bigger than his. Um. So yeah, yeah. I'll probably say 135 right now is probably the. Dude, stacks you've been training with Henry Cejudo though. I yeah, mean, what's that's... up with this? Henry, my man, Henry. <laughs> you and the king of cringe get hooked up as buddies now. <laughs> so, once again, no ego, right? I reached out to Will Harris and I say, "Yo, man, I was like, I got a house here in Arizona. I was like, you mind if I get Henry Cejudo? I mean, he goes, yeah. Called Henry. He goes, Yo, Demetrius, man. He goes, I was kind of, uh, you know, s skeptical. You called me, bro. That's know, actually, oh, I that's can actually perfect. hear him. Yeah, I can he hear goes, it. I, I didn't think you were calling me. You must be thinking about a trilogy. No, no, no. He goes, What's up, Demetrius? You got, you got a place out here? And I was like, Yeah. And I was like, You know, I just want to know if you want to, you, you cool with me just coming to mix it up and vibing out. And just, just training. He goes, Abs Absolutely, man. I, I will up. I got some things I want to go over with you. So, which comes to the house? Like, well, be, I, I love beyond him. having the history with him, have you been watching where fighters are starting to pick him out? And, you know, whether it was Zhang Wei Li, whether it was uh, Figueredo, they're uh, starting to seek him out and adding that's true. his, you know, but also with the captain, Eric Albaracin, let's put respect on his name. I too. ain't worried about captain. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's flashy. It's hard to look at Flamboyant him. Flamboyant fellow right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I see that, but for me, whether those guys would have seeked him out, um, I I mean, I've always respected him Sudo, even as we fought each other both yeah. times. Um, and he's done something in his sport of mixed martial arts I've never done, and also wrestling. I mean, two divisional champion. He defended both belts. Yeah. I mean, he he's achieved a lot in mixed martial arts. So it, it was a no brainer for me. Like, hey, dude, like let's let's work out together, right? Because even when we trained together, like we did a w one full week, and then he went on vacation. But we trained a lot. And he goes, I understand why you were successful, yeah. and now I understand why he's successful. So. It, it was See, a good... I, I imagine that Rocky and Apollo thing, right? Yes. They're 1-1, they're training dude, it, together, ding, but then ding, they're... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was kind of like that, but, like, we're just so... Like, he's so chill and, like, just yeah. going over things. And I'm like... Because I think the best friendship or training partners is we have disagreements, right? Yeah. Because if I go there, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right, Henry, you're right. And I'm like, Henry... You're going to break your fucking foot. I was like, so I'm going to check that shit. He goes, he goes, maybe... 
maybe you might, maybe you won't. Like yeah. we have, yeah. we have our disagreements and I'm like, dude, do this. And he goes, why would you do it? I'm like, why not go for the finish? Like go to your back and, and slap on the triangle. He goes, nah, I wouldn't do it. I'm like, hmm, that's true. So best. he's just as cringy when the cameras are off. No, 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 I've seen them out. Yeah. But it was a great time. Like, I have I mean, if we see that. them in half shirts running on the beach, then we'll know a real, you know, right. splashing oh, yeah. Yeah. in Rocky uh, moment happened right there. Um, okay, you don't get nostalgic. You're not worrying about this goat shit. We'll save that till you're retired. But do you look back at, at your UFC run, like, completely happy with how it all went? Or yeah. is there, I mean, because, like, you spoke your mind, and I always yeah. respected that about you. Yeah. But you don't seem like somebody who's holding grudges for any public disputes you had. Or There's no point to. I mean, the only thing, if I could change anything about my UFC uh, career is just make more money in the pay-per-view pay bias. Like, yeah. dude, throw me on a Connor card. Because I've always I've always delivered, right? Like, the Ray Borg. I mean, even Dali Bogatino fight, even when I fought him, they didn't go to a finish, but I beat the bricks off him. Uh, John Dotson, the second one, I, you know, beat him up. So... I just wish I had the opportunity to, to be on one of those, you know, $2.1 million pay-per-view yeah. guys and have yeah. pay-per-view points. Yeah, but I didn't like that narrative of, like, well, he's not a pay-per-view fighter and he's killed this division and it almost closed and maybe Kryn Cejudo saved it by coming in with the cape on. I didn't believe that. Oh, right. That might have been coming from the top, not even from the... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was fed to the media somehow. Yeah, I mean, anybody... Yeah. Like I said, man, like, I, I don't hold any grudges. I hold no uh, resentment. I yeah. hold no... I uh, wish I would have, could have, anything like that, right? Like, Man, you're solid as shit. Yeah. You're being honest. I but mean, you, you kind of did the opposite thing. I mean, back in the day, there were a lot of guys who started in J the Japan. Like, yep. You know what I mean? I did the opposite. Yeah, you did the opposite, did, which is kind of cool. It's against the grain. Yeah. I mean, you look at Shogun, Rampage, yeah. uh, Venerlay, Krokop. They all started in Japan. And I think, you know, with Krokop doing K1, yeah. all those guys have an opportunity to fight over there. Um and it was just a Wild West over there, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't uh, what the UFC was back in the day. Or Strikeforce. But now doing, you know, the opposite, going to Asia now, I'm loving it. You know, I get to see Singapore, Japan, got to fight in Japan. And, you know, I can't complain. How is it? Like, yeah, how's Singapore? Yeah. What's, what's this like? Seems interesting over there. Singapore is different. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's beautiful. I'll tell you that right now. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's very strict. I like that. Uh, I mean, they took homeboy's license yeah. away. Not mine. One guy got in an accident because he was drinking and driving. I'm like, all right, you're not driving anymore. No, but you're getting caned, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what happened. You're an adult. You're 35 years old. You, oh, you're, man. You're, you're, you had a DUI. You're done. So wow. I, I kind of like that, right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes they're a little strict on too many things. Yeah. Like you can't eat poppy seed muffins over there. And I was like, come on, guys. What? Come on. Like, Why not? Because of the opioids, like wow, it's, man. Uh, the opiums or whatever it is. Wow. So, Crazy. Uh, uh, or like CBD. So, you know, there's, you know, countries have their things, but yeah. it is what it is. But it's a beautiful country. Like the Lion City is absolutely beautiful. You'd fought in like, uh, you fought in Australia when they were doing the yep. flyweight tour, but like you really hadn't been, you went to Alaska up time. You hadn't really been traveling, but now you're doing these. I feel like you're I'm traveling, constantly on that. Yeah. Japan, that. Manila, man. Singapore. Um, I love Japan. Japan's my favorite spot in Asia. Yeah. Just because. I like going there. I love hearing the language. I love the anime. I love the districts. I love. Oh yeah, that's true, man. I, I just all. like. I mean, I just love. What Japan. do you do? Like, uh, see, my thing is, I'm always like, those flights seem very like. Oh, yeah, how, I would how be dreading those flights, man. I just chill. Just yeah. chill. My, you know, my little five three. Last. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe well, he doesn't true. know the true struggle on that regard. Yeah, I was gonna You're say, gonna like, sick, yeah, no, uh, that is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, coach class, Demetrius, that might be a little different. I've you. done. I hey, right. my buddy, he fights in Singapore. James Yang, uh, one flyweight. Uh, he's featherweight, 
hey, dog, I, they're like, oh, sorry, we can't put you in first class. I was like, it's all good. I'm going there. And I, we sit back there. We're just like, I can't fucking believe I'm doing oh this because I love you. But, you know, so I, I made the trip. And, you know, when I fight in Australia, shit, that was oh, yeah, back in the one. bus. Yeah. I remember coming home and I fight, hear me, uh, not hear me, uh, Ian McCall, Stitches, Black Eyes. Yeah. I was like, this is great. All right, take me back to this transition from dominant historic ufc champion you're on the you're on the goat list basically you're in the upper room conversation and then it's like breaking news you've been traded to one champion we're like yeah. we, don't, we don't we didn't even as media members like we didn't even know that was possible what's that timeline <laughs> like for you was. because like yeah. were you gonna resign like where were you at mentally so I, I believe i had so i just lost my fight against the university hudo and i remember malky came to me he goes you tell me what do you want to do bro and i was like, okay and I made him come back home, and I talked, and I said, okay, let's sit down and look at the, the landscape. I was like, okay, I could go back and fight. And Henry uh, Cejudo, that fight was the only fight on my contract that I had uh, pay-per-view points, right? So, and then how the contracts worked in the UFC, uh, in my contract was basically, you know, you guys know, it's flat rate, goes up, escalates, yeah. and it stops at, at one point. So for me, I was like, okay, I could go back and fight Henry Cejudo again. Two things can happen. One, I could beat him. Then I'm right back where I'm, I'm stuck where I was. Right or two, I lose to Henry Cejudo and I'm stuck where I'm at now. I just yeah. lost him, right? Or I can see if I get out of my contract because they're talking about getting rid of the fight with division, anyways, mm -hmm. and maybe I can go test uh, free agency, whatever, right? So, so let me just pause you there. Was was rematching Dom Cruz, who I think was the champion for that for a moment in there when he beat TJ during that kind of time. Mm. Was that ever a thought for you? Because people thought if the flyweight division goes away, we'll just, now we'll see DJ Dom uh, part two. No, that was never, that was never on a table or an option okay. because, um, yeah, it was just like, that was never an option. Okay. Like when you mentioned that, I was like, because the fan in me was like, I, I was like, I was like, yeah. only option. I, I, yeah, like, I kind of want to see that yeah. run back at some point. I, I forgot <laughs> TJ and Dom were fighting at that time. You know what I mean? So then that's when it came about that, they're like, hey, we'll, one championship say, hey, we'll trade you Ben Askren, who was retired and on ice. Because when you retire, right. your contract gets freeze, right? You can't just go out and do whatever you want. And they're like, hey, we'll trade um, Ben Askren for Demetrius Johnson. And the USA is like, yeah, sure, sounds whatever. Did that surprise you? That, 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 it that it got to that point? Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I was happy. I was like, dope. <laughs> I was like, because it gave me an opportunity to go do something else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, when I went to one championship, my goal was to be able to do something different. And I just had to super fight with Rod Tang, which I That's never right. thought would happen, right? That and was then awesome. If I, if, I, if I want the option to do kickboxing, I can do that. Um, imagine, I was like, oh, Demetrius Johnson, he's going to do kickboxing. You know how people fucking tune into that? Like, whether I get knocked out or yeah. if I'm aggressive. Sure. Like, so for me, I had... Yeah, that first round was a pretty high theater there because you're like, uh, how's it going to pull Dude, there? the crowd was nuts. <laughs> the crowd loved it. And, like, yeah. that was probably, like... I hear more praises from that fight than the Rod Tang fight. The Rod Tang fight, then which that, is mixed rules. That mixed yeah. rule fight was bigger than any of my my one championship fight. How, if if anyone's watching their MMA fan, but they have no idea who Rod Tang is, how do you describe how he's received? He's huge overseas? out there, right? Like he's, destroyer. Yeah, he just goes out and he blows the bricks off people. Is he like part Elvis <laughs> Presley, part like you know Genghis Khan? Basically, I guess. I mean, when I watch him, see, like I'm. For me, I watch him and I look at his side. And I'm like, hey, he's taking way too many shots, way too many concussions. Oh, he welcomes it. He like he, he welcomes gym. it, right? And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm worried about your CTE because I've I've gone through it. I see people go through that. Yeah. But then as an athlete, I'm like, okay, 
that is unbelievable. And two, like the first round is gonna be hell, right? Yeah. And I was like, second round, you can take all those shots. I'm like, but you, I'm gonna choke you out. I was like, your brain needs, your brain needs oxygen. Man. There's no ifs, ands, buts. You can be yes. the toughest motherfucker <laughs> in the world. You get that brain cut off, you're going, you go. Nobody go, told him he could tap, though. Apparently. No, no, I don't think. <laughs> well, he said. So it's, the one thing I love about one championship is that it's almost like we're one big giant college sor uh, sorority or frat house, right? Yeah. Because that's how the fights really back. We're all talking. Right? I asked him, I was like... Yeah, but not as elitist as a typical frat. Those people that need others to lift them up and walk this earth. They can't just stand alone. Like, Luke Thomas had to be in a frat. Like, what, a, what an old bitch, you know? Yeah, but we're in the back, and I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm talking to Marshall. I was like, officers of language, but I was like, hey, I need somebody to translate. Somebody get translator. I was like, ask Rotting, how hard did I hit him? Because, you know, he just yeah. shot. And he goes, oh, so-so. You know, it's all the same. <laughs> um, but we're on it back just chilling. We're all, we're all talking. You got Adrian over there talking to Angel, uh, Stan Fairtax. And Stan was like, I wanted to win so bad. And Adrian was like, it's okay. He goes, this time you have to learn. Like, yeah. you, you didn't want, you, you didn't win. You know, it is what it is. And like then, utopia over there. It's yeah, weird. it's like we're just all chilling. Like, we all know, like... For me, I want to see everybody eat. I want to see everybody yeah. eat. I want to see everybody make a lot of money. I want to see everybody retire from the sport happy, you know, drive at Bentleys, whatever it may be, whatever whatever your your sin is, right? Um, whether you eat at my table or you're eating with my table, right? I never want to see anybody, you know, walk from the sport, be angry or pissed off at yeah. it, right? So over, over there, you you can feel that. Has anybody brought you like a big bag of cash after a fight like they used to do in the oh, Pride yeah. days? Like the Nelk boys used to get, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> they the haven't. You used to hear those Pride stories about like the bags of cash. Yeah, no, it, those, those stories are true. You know, I've heard some stories. <laughs> and it, like, I remember there's a story where, you know, Matt, when he when he go yeah. over there, he, he would work and he goes, I get all this cash. And he yeah. goes, you get some, you get some. I'm That's getting hilarious. that back, I'm getting that back, I'm getting that Wait, back. that cash still needs to be laundered. Put that back. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, uh, I don't want to leave the Rod Tank conversation because... It was sort of like what kind of Marvel action movie is this fight going to yeah. look like? It actually, yeah. but, but it was, was way more entertaining than I thought it would be in yeah. prospect. I was like, yeah. this won't work. But as you watch it, no, this totally works. Yeah. Because you're like, if he gets through the first, now, you know. So was there ever a moment where you were like, oh, shit, he's as he's as dangerous as advertised? Like, yeah, this is good. This is kind of I think my favorite part about it is like, you know, the the the, the training camp for it was pretty fun because we worked a lot of Muay Thai clinch, a lot of stand up and, and grappling as well. And then, you know, being you know, being in there, coming out to, you know, it was one X, uh, live crowd finally. It was pretty dope. And then, you know, Rod comes out, he's all Doing his dance, I'm like, this motherfucker can dance. And he's taking his time. He gets in the cage. I was like, when you heard the fuck up, I'm trying to trying to get the spice. So I go home, man. And then you know, you ready? You ready? Fight and to see him not care not one bit of just crossing that distance. So, so for people that don't know, the first yeah. round was Muay first round's Muay Thai. Muay Thai yeah. Second round's MMA. Third round's Muay Thai. So you're in your head, you're like, don't take him down. Don't take him down. Don't take him well, down. Well, I just like, oh, and prior to the fight, it was like. There's a couple times I thought you were about to. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I was like, Bleh. But prior to the fight, you know, in my mindset, it was like, okay, if, if he can't get me out, if I can't get him down, and then in the third round, if I can't, he yeah. can't get him out. In the fourth round, he came out, it would just be a draw, right? Or, or or it would just go to decision, right? And then they came back. I didn't think of a draw. It was like, it would just go to decision. I, I don't know how they're going to score it. They came back and I was like, somebody needs to finish somebody. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, if nobody wins, it's a draw. And I was like, okay, I'm going to finish him. So, um, <laughs> going to the fight, I remember him coming across the cage, just walking yeah. across it, just like, 
<laughs> and I was like, he don't give two fucks. And he goes, pop, pop, pop. And I was like, and yeah. I grabbed him and then I clenched him, natural reaction. And then the ref was like, stop, stop, stop. And I was like, and I threw two knees. And, it, and I was like, what's up? And he goes, you can't clench like that. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if you go back and watch that fight, you yeah, see me doing I this. I'm like this. I'm, I'm back like, and watch it. You know what it looks like? It looks like a video game because of the way he comes out. It look, you're like, well, this isn't real. Like, I, what is this? Yeah. It's so weird the way that fight starts. It's yeah, very crazy. And he came out guns blazing, but yeah. I like that because now where I'm at in my career, yeah, in in, in the sport of mixed martial arts, it's about entertainment. It's about sure. what the fans want to see. And so when me and him went out there and fought, and I just said, you know, my coach came back there and he goes. Just go out there and fight. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just go out there and fight. And I'm like, enough said. <laughs> and I went out there and I just started like. It was very and, entertaining. And when I watch him, I think he gets by by bullying his 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 uh, his opponents, yeah. right? Like I can take a shot, you can't take my shot, right? And he beats him up. So for me, he ate a lot of my shots and I ate a lot of he his cracked shots. Him too. Yeah, I cracked Double him and, and he didn't he, he didn't move. Yeah. He yeah. kept on coming. I was like, and I fought guys like that before, yeah. like. Ali, Ali Bagatinov was the one guy I fought in the UFC where I remember kneeing him in the jaw, yeah. feeling his jaw shift. And I was like, I can't knock you out. I'm not going to keep on no. trying. I'm going to I'm gonna injure <laughs> myself. Like, a robot. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, so I was that's like, awesome, man. So, but the second round got him down and, you know, got the rear naked choke. And All right, the, true greatness is the ability, like true special greatness in any sport. It's like the ability to be He's on the grandest. On by the way. I'm an expert on this. <laughs> on the grandest stage, yet do something miraculous and make it look so damn easy. And it could yeah. be Michael Jordan hitting the, you know, walkaway jump shot against the Jazz. I think of you against Ray Borg, just oh, like yeah. freestyle and the like, just Miles Davis Jazz playing and oh fuck around and got a got a flying armbar. Does it feel like time slows down for you? Is that like? Is it? Does it? Is that what it feels like when you're at that level and you're just flowing? That like, it's like the Matrix. You could see everything coming, and you're just like, I mean, because you you made it look like you were, like, uh, miles ahead mentally from the rest of us in that fight. Um. So I think for one, for me, I don't feel like time was slowing down. I feel like I knew what I was doing, obviously. Um. And we, I learned. I think what made me successful as an athlete and professional fighter was so much content that was given to me, right? Because going into that fight, we just learned about how to disturb somebody's weight when they're being a rock, yeah. right? And Matt was saying, like, you have to disturb their base or get them to disturb mm -hmm. their base. So if I was to lift Ray Borg up like this, I did that, like this, when he's standing there, right? Yeah. I couldn't do it. It would be right. a lot harder. But once he went like this yeah. and elbowed me, I was like, you disturbed your weight. I can move you now. He did that. I was like, oh, you <laughs> moved. I can throw him, right? You were fucked up, sir. You yeah, exactly, right? What <laughs> do like, you want a poster and momentarily? Yeah, so once he did that, I learned that. I felt that from, from taking class, yeah. learning it. It wasn't like we are in a gym and it was like, okay, we're going to do this to him, right? So that's when I realized that's why I, I became better. And I kind of refound that, I guess you call Evigoration. Don't know if that's a word, but I feel like it that, is. That sounds like a good word. It's, do you a, say? Uh, it's a combination it, um, of probably a few great words. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I started training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu where it's like I'm getting all this content. I can yeah. use it again, right? Because when you're getting ready for fights, it's the same thing over and over. This is what he does. This is how we do this. Or whatever. We're back in the day. My title run, I was like, okay, guys, we're going to focus on taking somebody's balance. Yeah. And then when I'm in the fight, I'm like, oh, I can take your balance. See, I'm taking your balance. Yeah. So that's where my upbringing was. I feel, I feel like to... You like anime and you like video games. You like these things. Mm -hmm. 
that you can distort your own reality to say, I could do something crazy. Yeah. That's because a, that's what, like, it's like yeah. those guys who do parkour, like, that's impossible until you start seeing people do it. Yep. It's kind of strange. I, I always wonder that with you. I'm like, do you see things and you're like, you know what, man, I could do this uh, in physical life. I, I could actually pull this off. I think you just say it right <laughs> when you say, I try to just dis distort my reality in fighting, right? Yeah. Like, I try, I try to do that. Like, I go to the gym and I train and I learn all this stuff and then I try to actually put it, apply it, right? Um, that's where I think I felt me successful. So sometimes I'm able to slow it down. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. no. Sometimes you rhyme slow. Sometimes you rhyme <laughs> yeah. quick. The, the Horaguchi one second left. That was planned, right? Oh no. <laughs> Matt, Matt was yelling at me. He goes, I right, bye, I right, bye. That's still epic. I was and at that fight. That I forgot. Was... I forgot. I finished him. Um, but yeah, that that was another one. Like, like I said, when I like, I feel like today, if I if let's say we fast forward, right? And let's say 2012 was 2022, and I'm, what, 24, 25 years mm -hmm. old, and I just won a world title in uh, Toronto. Right. What Today, how social media is, how the marketing is, and I went on that six-year run, sure. I think, you know, I would be in a different place in my life. Yeah, that's just, a good point. Just, like, yeah. you think about it now, yeah. like, because I've never... There are some fights where I go out there and I blow the bricks off people, but, I mean, the Kyojo Horiguchi last, that fight... The, the Chris Carrioso fight, sure. like how I was going out there to destroy him. I mean, you look at how Izzy Adesana is doing right now. He's had a couple of fights where everybody's like, oh, I was kind of a dud. Yeah. But for me, I'm always, I'm always pushing. Like, I've never sat back and, like, looked and, like, and played it easy. Right. Like, I'm always like, if I can't get you out of there, I'm going to beat the hell out of you for 25 minutes. So I think my perfect you never bias hopefully will be different now Yeah. if, you know, things were different. If, if it was 2012, it was 2022 me, Joseph, in Toronto, fighting for the belt. That's such a great point. You think about oh, that is. sometimes, like, greatness before, before like, social media and things like that are ready to accept it. It's yeah, weird, you know? It, it, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I think. Like, when you said that, I'm like, you know, I think if it was back then, you know, yeah. now is now. Because you think of, like, you look at the champions, like, I was talking to somebody, and he goes, oh, Izzy's last fight was horrible. I was like, I don't think it was. <laughs> they were like, yeah, I mean, he was talking all that shit. Well, Chris Pratt was like, he was talking all that shit. Oh, da, yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah, Chris and then Chris Pratt was like, and then Izzy was like, you're just a fucking dude. And I was like, I was like, don't, I was like, don't go back on your words. Yo, Chris Pratt yeah. took the knee quick though. After that, he was like, I'm not. I'm, you're right. I was wrong. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, come on. But that's his opinion, that right? He's entitled to his opinion. Like, not every fight you're gonna go out there is, is going to be a world class dominance, yeah. right? And it takes two to tango, yeah. right? I understand that. I understand Izzy's style of fighting. Like, are we ever gonna see Izzy go out there? Cross distance and go one one two high nine clinch knee knee oh double leg takedown yeah. oh I'm passing your guard I'm looking for armbar we're not yeah. like that's just not his style right yeah. his style he's a he's he's a counter puncher he he thrives when you making this mistake you look at Paul Costa that's sure. just going to be a style to to till till he is ready to change yeah. right so that's that's is it is what you it see is cats these days kind of you know. Handling media differently, like using the media, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But like, do you enjoy media, man? Because I feel like you handle it well because you're very real. I don't feel like you're putting on airs, but it takes people time to kind of come to you, then, right? Yeah, for them to understand who you are that way. When I can be honest and just keep it and give my honest opinion about things and not worry about what the I don't think there should be backlash because I'm no. being honest, right? And everything I say, I'll say behind closed doors, you know, to my wife. Um, so yeah, I don't mind media, right? Like, I always like to ask, like, what's your point you're trying to get across, right? And right. So, but do yeah. you look at w when you feel like somebody's framing a question to get a certain headline, and whether we 
subconsciously do that or sometimes <laughs> subconsciously it's just it's the game right it's yeah, the yeah. game so do you are you able to sort of pick that out have you know grace for it, to get a sound yeah, yeah, yeah i know what i'm trying to get by and i and i and i try to you know yeah. answer it a little bit but answer it truthfully whether yeah. the camera's on or not like how we're talking before the camera came on i feel like that's how we're talking now Right? Yeah, yeah, we were we were wondering if if a hooker had died on this couch. Yeah, and I wonderful Yeah, he said I wonder if a hooker died on the couch. And I said, Well, I'm if it was a she or a he, you guys sure have cleaned up because men can be hookers too. That's a good point. You know, wow. so. what a solid could, yes. man, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, are you the greatest pound for pound fighter in the history of this sport? That's up to you guys to decide. Yo, but I'm asking you, okay? <laughs> I would say, like I said before, when it comes down don't, to it, don't when, give me the story, don't give me the canned answer. Give me the real I mean the answer. Like I tell my judge all the time. They're like, they don't ask me because they don't really care about mixed martial arts. But when they ask, when they ask me like that, how good were you? I'm like, dude, I was the best to ever do it in my division. Like, there was, I truly believe that. Like, oh yeah, I mean, that's even, not even up for dispute. That's even, not opinion. Even though I lost or whatever, but the consecutive, like, like now I sit here, I was sitting here thinking, I was like, man, who who has the most consecutive? Who has the most world championship wins? Not just in UFC or Pride. Rising, Strike Force, PFL, just all together, right? Yeah. And Bodog goes, fights. Oh, Bodog fights. And someone goes, Bodog. someone goes, it was Fedor. I was like, was it Fedor? I was like, I remember Fedor fighting. He was a champion, but I don't remember all his fights being title fights, like him being a champion, mm -hmm. right? So I was like, I wonder what those those statistics are. Right now, it's John Jones with 14, right? I think I'm at 12. I was like, whoa, I, like, hey, I got fucking 13. <laughs> I won that World right. Grand Prix. That's a championship, yeah. right? I was like, I want to know what... I remember Amanda Nunes just got to the club. She's got 10 now. Like, so for me... I, Interesting. I, I, I never really thought it like that. I will say, it. like, I was like, as one of the best fighters in the world, I, I will handly, hands down say, oh, no, I'm one of the best fighters ever to walk this earth. Like, do you have... A, then if someone said, who's the GOAT, then do you have an answer? No. I would say, for me, I'm like, dude, it changes all the time. Like, like I said, John... I love John Jones so much where it's like... I love people who break that stereotype, right? It's like, John Jones, he's at home. He's working out. He's doing his thing. John goes, man, DC, if I had your ass, I was out doing coke. And I beat you. What you going to do? And I'm like. That's so true. You know, like, I'm like. Yeah. Like, that was actually, like, one of the best things he could have said Yeah, right and there. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I truly believe, like, John Jones, yeah. like, when he, I was sit, I've trained, I've been in a room and I trained with John Jones. The way he understands distance, the way he's able to mix up things. Like, I truly believe, like, when he would fight people, like, when he pu pulled guard, I think it was on Rampage Jackson, um, he just jumped guard just to do it. I'm like, yeah, he's playing with his, he's playing. Yeah. I truly believe, like, if John Jones wanted to finish people more, he could, but he's like, what's the point? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm beating you. Let's like, say that you made $10 million in your fifth title defense. Oh, Jesus. What happens, man? Are you still Dude, fighting right now? I was still <laughs> on my fifth title defense, I made Tim Lee, and then I went off to do another six. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I'll play like, kind of like, kind of, I tell you what, let's make some whiskey. Here. Like, because, like, yeah, I don't know what I'd be like if I made, I, I still believe I'll still be humble. Yeah. You know, I'll still be chill because. It's hard to know, though, right? No. What, what, like, you guard against complacency. I always mention this about George St. Pierre. Guarded against complacency. You have to, to maintain that level and to keep defending that title. You have to guard against everything, like yeah. believing what people are saying about you, all of that stuff, but guarding against complacency. But it makes it more difficult, though, right, if you're getting paid shit tons of money. Yeah, but the thing is, is that I'm, I'm my circle that I hang out with is still the same, the same circle. Yeah, like, my, my, my friends, they don't even watch fighting. Right, yeah. like when I was like, when I was like, I was like, hey, who are you fighting? 
Yu Wakamatsu. Like, Who the fuck is that? I was like, oh, it's a Japanese guy, right? <laughs> and then and then they're like, oh, I'm fighting uh, Tatsumi Water. Like, who's yeah. that? And then when I was like, I'm fighting Rod saying, you fight him? <laughs> you fight Rod Are these the same people who are like, uh, hey, man, he knocked you. He should have been disqualified. What's going on? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. No, this is all my right. inner circle. Even, right, e right. even, when, I, even when I fought Adrian, I was like, hey, who are you fighting next? I'm like, I'm fighting Adrian Rice. It's the first time. I was like, I'm fighting for World Title. He goes, who's that? I'm like, oh, he's a badass Brazilian guy. Yeah. One of the longest, one of the longest reigning champions in one championship in the flyweight division. <laughs> but then when I fought Rod you know, everybody knew who he was, right? Sure. So my circle... Is very small, right? Like none of my friends fight, none of them watch fighting, uh, and it's just easier. Like when I literally yeah. when I get done fighting, I go home and I chill, and like I'm looking to go play golf. Like everybody's like, I can't wait to go play golf. Like, you don't your wanna, ability you don't to, be talking to fighting remain over there. humble, but like just regular dude, regular dad is yep. the key to your success, and I and I respect that. So let's go full circle yep. here to close. Friday, August 26th, we're talking about the rematch. Adriano Moraes, who, by the way, I, looking at his resume, twice he lost the flyweight title and came back and avenged yep. that against the guy who, mm. who beat him. So battle-tested his shit. You're 36 years old now. I know that as you get older, you're naturally being more efficient anyway and figuring mm -hmm. out you know, ways to work smarter and all that. But like, how much are you still adding to your game heading a into lot. this big rematch? Like, do you, do you feel you're a little bit slower than in your prime, or is that not even a feeling? I just don't recover as fast. Okay. That's mm. the biggest thing I notice is that I don't recover as fast. Um, there are drugs for that that people start to take. That is true. It's <laughs> called TRT, HGH, which Brazilian I... Brazilian nuts, if you need Brazilian them. Brazilian yes. nuts, but no, I don't need... I always laugh. I remember, like, uh, I think it was uh, Jones. I don't know who it was. I think it was Jones, but somebody was like, oh, man, I like that that stuff to keep me rock hard. <laughs> the gas station. I'm like, you no, need No that more dick pills. No need, more. You, yeah, dick pills. That's what I mean. He goes, you, know, you need that. I was like, so for me, I don't need that stuff, right? I know as I get older, I can't... Uh, what's it called? I can't push it like I used to, right? So I need I need more recovery. But as as far as adding new content, uh, add, getting better, one thousand percent. Like right now, um, I have I have different goals. Um, I, I jump back in my gi. I'm working towards my black belt under Professor Yan. Uh, and then I, I want to compete in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Like I want to compete in the gi. Wow, like wow. I, that's something I want to do. Like that's one thing I will say about the goat talk, right? If people want to put me as the goat talk, I want to in embody that yeah right like when i think go talk you can do it's not about how many times you were successful as a champion it's about like if i throw in a gi i'm like come here motherfucker i'm gonna show you something yeah. let me sh let me show what <laughs> i got get lost down there be careful like, uh, my, I'm like ah! it's like that commercial we just <laughs> yeah I fall out. like i, I want to put it on and i want to like yeah. be legit right and if it's like okay hey, we're gonna do muay thai i want to be sweeping you i want to be throwing elbows i want to be throwing yeah. knees yeah. if we do box i want to pop 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 i want to i want to embody that the greatest of all time, not just oh he had eleven consecutive title defenses and he did all the stuff. It's like if I was to throw a gi on, like I think who's the pound for best fighter in the world right now? Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman. If I throw Kamaru Usman and I was like, hey, we're gonna do straight Muay Thai, and I'm sweeping mm -hmm. him all over, I'm like, your Thai game is fucking weak. Oh shit. This is this. You need to work on this. That's that's how yeah. Matt is with me. Yeah. Like Matt's like, if you're gonna be the greatest of all time, everything needs to be good. Not just you can't just win all these title defenses because you're just better than an athlete. You need to be d dominant in certain areas. So that's like my vision. Like if I'm the greatest of all time, I need to be a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. I need to win IBJJFF. Like I need to, whether it's a master or whatever, like that's my goal. You're like, still working with Matt though? Oh yeah. He just can't corner you, right? Like He, he can't corner yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. But we, we still train, we still fight. and You guys have always been synonymous. I feel like that that rise was his too, you know, well, like that, through the whole thing. And that's the biggest thing too. It's like, here I am, I'm training with my coach. Yeah. And then when I go after the fight, it's basically me. Right. And I can't get cornered, right? Yeah. Like the other day we're sparring, I was sparring, 
And he goes, okay, you need to do this and this. And I'm like, fuck, man. Imagine if you can corner me. Because he can keep, you know, the horse back in the race. Yeah. He can keep me, of course, yeah. you know, Yeah, but, but we look at some of the geniuses who changed the game. Mike Perry changed the game when he brought in Coach Latore because he wanted that, <laughs> that positive. But, you know, you, I love, you know, I love, I love, I love uh, when he was like, shit, I mean, I get to keep most of the money too, shit. Um, give it 25%, 20%. He's He goes, this, you're, fu- you're still in the thick of it. The Adriano Morais rematch for the one flyweight title. It's going to kick off the the one on Amazon Prime One. That's the name of the card. Friday, August 26, 10 p.m. Eastern. The main card on Prime. But to close here, what's your role going to be? Do you th- believe after fighting? Are you just regular local dad and husband, or are yeah, you I think, ambassador of the sport? Are well, you a trainer? What do you look like down the road? No, uh, no interest in gym, though, right? You don't no, no interest in any gym. It takes a lot of uh, a work, yeah. a lot of uh, time and commitment away from your family. Um, for me, I want to be. Fo- I want to focus on being a dad, a, a, a husband. That's where my heart is. Yeah. Right. I think there's no, there's no greater achievement to raise uh, beautiful humans, and my wife taught me that. You have three kids. I have three ki- children. Yeah. So for me. Just the way today society is, how, you know, I've I seen it in children, like, where they don't have a good, stable home, dad's at home, mom's not caring. It just doesn't look very well. And I think the our society, our, my children are the next generation, yeah. right? And so, but as for an ambassador, I'll always be there to support and help out my teammates. Um, and I feel like the best way I can get back to the sport is – by just being real with the next athlete. Yeah. Like, dude, this is a very short time in your career. Uh, save your money. Invest your money. That way you can have something to show for after you're done. And then, you know, one of the greatest things I think I take is that when we used to do our UFC athletes retreat, and when Dana White got up there, he goes, this is a very short time in your career, right? So I'm 37. If I fight till I'm 39... I plan to die when I'm like 97, you know? So yeah, I, I think you'll yeah. get there. I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have 50 years. The over-under is 96 and a half. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's a very short time. So for, I feel like for me, that's where I feel like I'm going to get back to the yeah. to, to mixed martial community. It's like save your money, be smart with it, and don't get caught up in the limelight. Just be just be smart, you know? Like, you see too many guys. Yeah. You see my boy Marshawn Lynch, oh, yeah. like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're like, like, don't eat in a gas station. Now, now, nowadays, Dana, at those uh, those resorts, wherever they used to do, like, uh, yeah, the retreats, used to, yeah, yeah. He, he just holds up bags of money and says, I won, bitches. Yeah, Look at this, like, 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 for <laughs> NFTs for everybody. Who wants some more digital coin? Let's go. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, uh, Mighty Moss, this has been great. Yeah. Man. Thanks, man. Because I, I know this side of you, and I like bringing it out more, you know? Yeah. This chill dude dead. See, like this all the time on media this i'll do me this is how i like to i like to approach media now because this is who i am yeah it's straightforward some people might like it some people i don't like chocolate cake <laughs> it's a right? character flaw but that's fine you yeah, know yeah. Um, but you know you've got a busy day ahead in new york city um, go on the aerial show and you know and uh just just don't really answer much. Just be like, yeah. you know, I, I gave my best stuff to Morning Combat. Yeah, right. right. So right. Go, go check out those guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna check you out Friday, August twenty sixth. Yes, uh, go get it, man. Go get that gold. Okay. Thanks, man. This Do is this is gonna this is a big deal. This yep. is a big Abs- deal. Absolutely, one thousand percent. Appreciate doing it, man. Yeah, my first one too. This is fun. Good hey, shit. watch. <laughs> Luke, Luke's like, hey, uh, uh, yeah. Brian, I didn't replaced. get my last last week's check. He goes, yeah, about that. We uh, <laughs> we got a new co-host. You know, honest with you. I mean, just just look at the camera. Tell him, Luke, you can dye your hair. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, the different color beard is just, just, just not working. DJ, we love it. We'll see you back. Thank you so much. Thanks, Enjoy. guys.